Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Gender is a Bitch podcast. This is episode four. Um, last week I talked with Sissy Barbie Powell. We had a great conversation. I definitely recommend you go check out that interview if you haven't. Um, but yeah, today I'm going to talk about transvestic fetishism which sounds it sounds kind of intimidating um but it's actually a really helpful thing at least for me learning this um was really interesting i this was something i learned in some of my gender classes so yeah so i guess let's just dive into it um, so I had posted on the Gender is a Bitch Twitter account, um, new episode coming Tuesday where I'll talk about transvestic fetishism, cross-dressing, transgenderism, drag, and the similarities and differences between these complex identities. So, you know, their identities, their terms, um, their theories, I guess, theories of human existence, because you can exist as one or the other or all of them, as I'll explain. But I'm going to start out with transvestic fetishism. And I don't really like that word. I've mentioned that before. Trans, it just sounds like kind of weird. So transvestic Fetishism is having a sexual or erotic interest in cross-dressing. Um, so, to better understand that, we'll look at what is a fetish. What is fetishism? So, fetish defined as a form of sexual desire in which gratification is linked to an abnormal degree to a particular object like an item of clothing, a part of the body, or etc. So fetish, I think, is a word that's a little, you know, it sounds a little weird too, and I think it can have a negative connotation, but there's nothing wrong with having a fetish, right? Um, if you fetishize uh, shoes and you want to jerk off into shoes, there's nothing wrong with that, but you should get your own shoes from the store and jerk off to them. If you're taking someone else's shoes without their permission and you're jerking off into them and then running away and you're like, oh man, what a thrill. Okay, that's a problem. You, you can't do that. But the act of fetishizing shoes is okay. But if you're stealing shoes and jerking off into them, you know, stealing is not okay. So, you know, maybe you fetish watching people have sex, which there's a word for that. Um, yeah, okay, watch some porn that makes it look like you're watching sex or something through a window, you know. Make sure that porn is filmed consensually. Don't actually go spy on people having sex through a window. And maybe that's not even a fetish. Maybe that's just some other sexual thing. So I might have just misconstrued that. But <laughs> the thing is, having a fetish is okay. And some people might have a fetish towards women's clothing. And that would be transvestic fetishism. And there's some um, men who maybe only like 
cross-dressing to get sexually aroused. Um, that's okay, and that happens for me sometimes. Um, you know, I, th I don't think that's weird. It's a totally normal thing. Um, you know, it, it's mentioned that this is like a very common thing among straight men especially, so it doesn't um, mean you're gay, you're straight, it doesn't mean, it doesn't imply anything about your sexuality. It could just be something you like to do. Um, you know, we're all so complex. That could be one little thing you like to do out of thousands of things you like to do. So not one, one thing does not define you as who you are, um, as an entire human. So... So yeah, with transvestic fetishism, I mean, it could lead to gender dysphoria, which is basically you feel a bit out of it in terms of your gender identity. Um, so next I'll look at, or let me just go ahead and define gender dysphoria because it's the feeling of discomfort or distress that might occur in people whose gender identity differs from their sex assigned at birth or sex-related physical characteristics. So I definitely had this where it was like, oh man, like I feel, I like to, you know, jerk off cross-dressing or whatever and feel female. I must be 100% female and, oh my gosh, my light just went off. So maybe that's what that means. Um but maybe not. It just depends on you as a person. Um, but those feelings are valid. It's, it's totally okay to feel dysphoric. Um, but moving on to cross-dressing, mm, which I'm sure, you know, most of you listening, man, this, if you're watching this on YouTube, my light, I have a little light and it keeps going off for some reason. So I might just leave it off if it goes off again. I don't think it makes that big of a difference. So is the cross-dressing is the act of wearing items of clothing not commonly associated with one sex. So obviously, um, you know, <clears throat> I like to cross-dress, but I also identify as gender fluid. Um, and, you know, there might be someone who cross-dresses and they don't identify as gender fluid. Or they might cross-dress and they might have a transvestic fetish or they might engage in transvestic fetishism. And that might be the only way they, they um, cross-dress. I'm just going to leave this light off because it just went off again. And it's not like the lighting isn't too bad in here. But... Um, you know, there might be someone who cross-dresses only to get sexually aroused, and that's totally okay. But again, you know, if you're stealing other people's clothes to help with the sexual arousal, that's really not okay. You shouldn't do that. Stealing other people's things is wrong. Having a fetish is not wrong. I can, I mean, depending, having a fetish about women's clothing is not wrong, okay? Um... But, um, yeah, so cross-dressing is literally just the act of wearing clothes not commonly associated with one sex. And it's weird to think about what what is cross-dressing for women because 
you know, pants are considered for men, but there's pants for women. But, you know, for men, cross-dressing is like some absurd thing. It's like, oh, you and I've talked about this in other episodes, but yeah, so the whole thing is just weird. And it is obviously socially constructed. The items of clothing not co- commonly associated with one sex. So we associate clothing with sex, um, which you're assigned, you're born with. I don't remember being born wearing clothes. I guess I don't really remember being born, but, you know, I, I think I would have heard if I was born wearing, if we were born wearing clothes, I think we'd all know. And as far as I know, we aren't. So, but yeah, so cross-dressing and now on to transgenderism, which, which sometimes, you know, someone might be a cross-dresser, they might have a transgenic fetish, and then they might become transgender, and transgender people have a gender identity or gender expression that differs from the sex that they were assigned at birth, and we talked about these terms, but to refresh, gender identity is how you yourself identify, and your gender expression is how you express your, your the identity that you have is how the gender expression is how you express it to everyone. So maybe you didn't you identify as female, but for you know you're going to your strict church with your family and you have to dress like a male because you know or whatever. Um, so your gender expression is differing from your gender identity. Um, not hating on churches, <laughs> but just a, the example I thought of. Um, so, uh, can transgender people be cross-dressers? Yeah, I mean, that could happen. There could be a transgender from male to female, or here's a better one, from female to male, who then likes dressing in female clothing, even though they identify as a male to society. That is totally valid, and I'm, you know, I'm sure that has happened, um, you know, because there's, not saying these things are intertwined, sexuality and gender expression, gender identity, cross-dressing, but, you know, there's um, female to male transgenders who then are gay and date men. And then on the flip side of that, there's male to female transgender people who then only date women. So these people exist. We just, they're not, you know, shouted from the rooftops um, and like put on TV because, you know, there's a gender hierarchy to be upheld and there's a certain stigma and there's all kinds of things that need that are upheld. Um, so people don't realize that, but it is true. And hopefully, you know, you're listening to this and this is how you can learn this stuff because it's not everywhere. But, um, so transgenderism, and then drag, so drag queen, you know, so I just recently started watching RuPaul's Drag Race for the first time, and I've, I'd never really watched it, but I love that show, I love it, I love it, it's awesome, I'm just having a blast watching it, um, and it's kind of opened me up to the world of drag, I'd like, you know, I'd heard of drag, I knew what it was, um, and so people, I think commonly people are like, what's the difference between like drag queen and cross-dresser and transgender and people just don't understand. They just see like men in a dress and they're like 
And it's complex. This is complex stuff, and we don't teach it to people. So it's totally understandable that people would be confused. That's something that's important to, to realize. Um, you might get a question from someone that sounds super ignorant, but they literally might, they just don't know. Like, some people just don't know. Um, and that's not their fault. <laughs> you can't get mad at people for not knowing stuff. It's like, you were never taught something. God, I'm so mad at you. Mm, sorry, just had to get a good old sip of coffee. I'm out of milk, so I'm drinking my coffee plain. Like a psychopath. But, um, <laughs> anyway, drag is like... Typically, someone who dresses up as female for drag, they dress up as female to perform. They, they, they may or may not, you know, wear a dress at home. You know, some drag queens, they only dress in drag when they're working. It is their job, and they, they enjoy it. But they do it to perform, to do the drag queen stuff, lip singing as Whitney Houston, or doing comedy. And they identify as men but have drag and have drag personas where they have female names and there are also transgender women male to female who who are drag queens and that's okay because a drag queen is not exist not exactly posing as a female it's like an exaggerated femininity in a way there's lots of different ways to do it i mean like i said they lip sync you might be a drag queen who lip sings an artist and you want to look exactly like that artist. So you're not really exaggerating femininity in that sense. You're, but you're mimicking or copying, um, in a way that's performative. So that's kind of the key thing is it's performative. So I don't dress in drag is like what I say is like, I don't like, I don't go and perform. I dress feminine because it makes me feel good and it can make drag queens feel good, but it makes me feel good. And, you know, I'll wear something around the house because that's how I feel my gender, um, my gender identity. I feel fluid in my gender. You know, I feel like I'm just me. And some days it might be feminine. Some days it might be masculine. Today I'm feeling very in between. Um, but I feel pretty attractive as a guy today. I think this shirt, I like this shirt on me and my hair is getting cool length you know I look like I'm in like Nickelback or something <laughs> but I'm liking how I'm looking um I've been trying to be healthier recently but yeah aside from that <laughs> getting off topic that is the difference and these things can all intertwine you can be a cross-dresser who also does drag as their job or at, for fun you perform at a drag show but you also enjoy wearing clothes at home you could be straight, you could be gay, you could be whatever. These things don't imply other things. Like, you know, um, it's it's really just a hobby. It's like someone saying, oh, I like to play tennis. Okay, cool. Oh, well, this person likes to do drag. Okay, cool. You don't hear someone do tennis and then assume, like, ten other things about them. Like, oh, they play tennis? Oh, they, they definitely, like, suck dick. It's like, well... Because we don't have these societal, like, stereotypes, you know. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, okay, I'm 15 minutes in. 
I feel like I've kind of gone over everything. Um, let me just think for a second if there's anything else I want to say. Well, I think that's pretty much all I have to say about those topics, but I would like to just talk more about um, what I'm hoping to do soon. Um, pretty soon, I'm going to get like a newer PC, and I'm going to start editing. I think I'm going to edit out smaller clips from these podcasts that I do and put them up as like YouTube clips. Um, I also have a male-to-female transformation video that I recorded and then haven't been able to edit really. Um, my laptop now hasn't been able to support Adobe Premiere Pro, which I've been trying to use. Um, I would like to do like streaming of video games. I've had some people on Instagram say they want to play me in FIFA. I don't know if one of you is listening, but I do want to do that. I'd love to do that. Um, so there's a lot of stuff I'm hoping to do soon. Um, I've thought of maybe doing two podcast episodes a week. I don't know. Um, maybe. I mean, um, I'm still looking for guests. You know, I'm hoping to have more guests on. I've reached out to a few people. But if you're listening and you want to come on and just talk about something or share um, an experience, you know, that that's totally cool. And, you know, if people have questions, say, hey, I'd like you to answer this question on the podcast or something, that would be cool too. Um, but yeah, I appreciate the feedback I have gotten. I appreciate everyone for listening. Um, I hope this is these are educational. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I can talk a little, I kind of just feel like talking about the transvestic fetishism a little more. Like there was a weird point where cross-dressing did get sexual for me and me and Sissy Barbie pal kind of talked about this some, um, and it's a little confusing and it still is sexual sometimes, but like, I don't know, you can feel sexy in any kind of clothing. I don't necessarily like fetishize clothing itself. Um, you know, I don't look at a shirt and I'm like, oh yeah, and like, get off on it. Um, so, a little bit of a gray area, but... It is definitely something, this stuff is definitely like confusing to navigate. And for me personally, it was definitely confusing. Like, and like I said, this transvestic fetishism word is really intimidating. When I first heard it, like it, it sounds like some kind of like serious disorder. <laughs> like, whoa, like transvestic fetishism. It sounds like bad. Like just to me, it did when I first learned it. Um, and then cross-dressing too is always kind of like it's rubbed me a little weird and I've accepted now because it makes sense but it's always just like I'm just wearing clothes what is this cross-dressing and there seems to be a label of cross-dresser and like which is fine and I accept these labels now but in the overall scheme of the idea that gender fluidity is okay and like you know gender is socially constructed these terms seem to like reinforce, like cross-dresser, it reinforces the, bi the gender binary, as I've talked about.
Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, and then drag, I always, you know, a lot of the time growing up, I'd see drag queens and like, I'd be like, is that like who I am? Is that who I'm supposed to be? And that was like what was presented to me. And I was like, I don't want to like do that, you know? Like, I don't really want to like perform. Like, what I do is, I was like, I feel like I'm me when I do it. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm performing. And, and, you know, I'm not speaking on what it feels like for any drag queen, you know. Surely they could feel like themselves or whatever. But it was just something I didn't really want to do. And it felt a little like, oh, like, that's the only way to do do this and be taken seriously is to, like, perform. And I think that, you know, is maybe how it was for a while. Um one of the only ways to be taken seriously as a man just as a woman was to do it performatively or as a joke or, you know, so, um, yeah, we're in a time where you can, you know, there's always people who are going to like be jerks or whatever, but we're in a time now where you can really do whatever you want and, you know, you can always do whatever you want, but more so than ever, I think, um, even though, you know, I've concluded that the world does suck, <laughs> but it sucks less than it has before. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I hope this uh, was helpful. Um, this is shorter than the other ones, but, you know, that's okay, I guess. Um, might have to get more guests on here so I can have stuff to talk about, <laughs> but... Thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you have a great rest rest of your week. Um, feel free to contact me with any feedback, etc. If you want to come on the show, podcast, I'd love to have you. But um, yeah, bye.